This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win... Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, welcome to uh, the Kerry Dixon Show with me, uh, Stanford Chidge, and of course the Chelsea legend, scorer of 193 goals for Chelsea. Uh, I can't say I remember every one of them, but that has more to do with what I drank than uh, the fact that Kerry didn't score them. Kerry, how are you, mate? You well? <laughs> I'm fine, thanks, Dave. Great stuff. Um, we were we were having a, a little chat, weren't we, before uh, we went on air uh, about what we thought about the Arsenal game. What on earth did you think of what you saw last Saturday? Well, I, I mean, I must admit, the start was brilliant. Um, got off to a great start. When, uh, when I say brilliant, um, it's, it's the fact that it's a win against Arsenal. This is all got to be taken into context. I'm not going overboard about our start to the season, which I also think is, inverted commas, brilliant. Um, we can't do anything more than win two games, a derby game at home and Huddersfield away. Um, started off great, 2-0 up. I'm not going to say cruising because they still have to very good opportunities to score goals and this is the it's become one of well it's not become one of the features it, it, it is it is one of the features of the two games so far you know we Huddersfield hit the post they had a couple of half chances um, Arsenal had some super chances I'm not talking about the goals they scored um, to get goals so you know there, there's certainly room for improvement in that department but three goals at the other end at Huddersfield and three goals the other end against Arsenal so six goals for you know you think there's um, that's as good as it gets but for me it's still not the finished article Alvaro Morata got his goal um, credit to him and fair play to him you know I always say credit where it's due um, I think he did okay um, you know as everyone knows I'm not going to be convinced by one performance I don't think he's brilliant but he, he took his goal well and he, and he did okay in the game so okay and we move on to the next one Um once I get 25 goals a season, um, I'll start to think otherwise. But uh, at the moment, we're on the way, and 
credit where it's due. So fair play to him and, and, and good luck for him for the rest of the season. If he can reproduce goal scoring or goal every two games, then then great. Um, what do I think of it? Brilliant. Absolutely great result. Um, Eden Hazard for me, I, I mean, I, if you want use the term wax of the record about him last week, um, I still think he's world class um, on his day. Um, there's going to have to be a time when Sari gives him more game time. You know, I don't know how long he's going to take to get fit. You know, these, all these, all this is terminology from the media, etc. Um, is he fit? Isn't he fit? You know, you've got people at Tottenham saying they feel so much better having played in the World Cup and got to the semis and and they're still playing, you know, the Canes, etc. Um, and you've got other people saying, well, they, they need to rest, they're not fit and, and so on. There's varying ways of looking at it, but as far as I'm concerned, he's still wonderful, and, and I think he made a difference. Mm, um, yeah. And hence the three-two scoreline. Yep, yep. I, I can't disagree with any of that. I mean, it's interesting. It's, it, it, it's kind of, I don't know. Maybe it's just because we've been around the block a bit, but we we were saying much the same on the uh, on the show on Monday. That it, it. I mean, a it was it was just completely mental. I mean, it was end to end stuff and exhausting to watch. But um, whilst. You know, there were spells in that game, particularly the first half an hour, when some of the, the play, the inter- interchanging play and the attacking play was fantastic. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know, it's only two games in. Uh, Sarri himself has been very quick to say, look, it's going to take a few months for them to really get what I'm up to. And, and he actually admitted himself that uh, they kind of, you know, backed off a bit after that. And that's kind of what let us not in. But you know, I mean, I think the interesting thing, Kerry, is that there was a general perception when we all left the ground of that that was actually quite fun watching that. And we haven't seen that for a while. And that was actually quite pleasing. But do you think this is going to be the pattern for this season or, or, or will it mellow out a bit over the season? I, I don't know whether to say I hope not or I hope so. <laughs> um, Fair enough. You know, from a professional um, aspect or point of view, you say I hope not. You know, three twos are, are, are wonderful for the fans. And from that perspective, it, I hope so. Um, it's wonderful for the neutral, great for people to watch, um, goals both ends, chances, uh, not for the faint-hearted, but I don't know. I don't. I, I think it's got to improve. As I say, we've got to tighten up at the back. Mm. And, you know, I can't say we've got to score more, but um, we've got to remain as clinical um, in terms of creating chances and taking the chances um, at the other end. But certainly we've got to tighten up a little bit at the back. Mm. We can't give away the chances we're going uh, to give away. Certainly, you know, in, in Europe, I mean, I don't know what the, the outlook of the manager is. I mean, I'm assuming we're in every trophy to win it. So, you know, um, we're going we're gonna to play important games domestically and in Europe. Um, you know, and, and we can't be giving teams the opportunity to score goals that we are, we are at the moment. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not. I'm not advocating. By the way, change the team. No. Uh, I still have faith in uh, Louis, in Louise and Rudiger. I think they're, you know, until I see something different, uh, I still think that they're just about the best in central defence. And and the other two, we know what they are. As Pelicueta and Alonso, um, I wouldn't change them either. So mm. I would say, I would say, let the partnership uh, mature. Um, let's give it a go. And meanwhile, let's hope we can continue to pick up the points. Yeah. Effectively, at this stage of the season, David. It's about staying at the top, staying in and around the pack before the we get to after Christmas and, and, and the race really starts. I mean, City were away and gone last season. Um, not, not for catching. We've got to be amongst the pack this time. 
Mm. I'm kind of glad to hear you're you're advocating patience. I quite agree with that, and I think actually more more pertinently to Marcus Alonso, who you know in my view uh, was arguably man of the match uh, on Saturday. I mean he 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 had a wonderful assist when he bombed down the left wing and crossed for Pedro, and I thought he he put that uh, winner away. I mean, actually, we were joking about it on 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 Monday that you know it, he looked like the striker and, and and not Giroud who was on at the time, and the way he kind of got in there, nicked it, and put it away beautifully shows what value he has to the team. But there's a lot of lot of chatter out there moaning about what they perceive as his defensive inadequacies. But I think you're right. I mean, you know, I know footballers should know how to play every single system that's put in front of them, but it but it will take time for them to adjust. And I also think that. Some of the players ahead of him need to be better at covering him when he does bomb forward. Yeah, he's going to have a problem with that. We did we touched on it a little bit last yeah. week. Um, you know, certainly when we said Hazard, if he's going to be, you know, pressing with a high a high line, I don't, you know, how defensively we're going to do things on the left hand side. And you've got Alonso likes to push forward. Certainly, he'll be in behind Hazard if indeed uh, that is the press forward in, in in a high line. And whoever is chosen on that left side of midfield at the moment, Ross Barkley there, but. Um, it is a little bit of a problem, but I'm not going to say that is our area of, uh, of, of, of a problem. I, I think it is a collective thing. I've got no problem with Alonso at all. Mm. I, you know, I, I think uh, I personally think he, he's excellent. I like him. Um, you know, I'd rather see fullbacks getting forward. Obviously, first and foremost, you've got to defend, and this is what you know. If you're a defender, what's on your CV? I say about strikers, so it's got to be the same the other way. Um, if you're a defender, you've got to defend. Um, but there is more to the modern game than just defending. Look, you know, you look at a goalkeeper, the, the way they're being asked to do different things, certainly with their, their, their feet. Um, there is more to different positions these days than what's expected in the modern world. Um, the old the old players, and, and, and you know, I, I, I can go both ways with this one. Um, I can side with the old boys and, and, and side with the more modern-day player. Is that, you know, you have to be able to adapt in the modern world. And... You know, you've got to be able to play your position rather than be or be a master of one than than, than a jack of all trades, if you like. Um, I think Alonso is somewhere in between the two. I don't think he's a master of all, but he's not an Ashley Cobb. But I think he's he's great down the left hand side. Yeah. And uh, you know, there, there'll be plenty of people in various football teams up and down the country who would absolutely love Marcus Alonso and the way he's been playing for us um, since he's come into the team. And, you know, I, I, I'm certainly not one of those that's advocating a change in position there. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I'm quite a fan of Marcus Alonso, not least because he's got great hair. But um, <laughs> talk, there we go. Yeah. So I'm just showing, showing my age here because he's got a very 80s haircut. But uh, you mentioned um, another uh, Spaniard earlier on, and that was, of course, uh, Alvaro Morata. And, uh, you know, you've, uh, you know, you've been... Uh, critical is perhaps too strong a word, yeah. but but you know, I, I think that you know one of the things we talked about last week really was you know look he's paid to score goals there's no doubt about that but there's also that issue about his mentality and uh, you know is he physically up for the challenge of the Premier League but I, I thought he scored a very very good goal I mean that was a proper striker's goal in my book put it away very well but uh, I just kind of wonder what that I mean you know you're a striker and I, I bet you've been you know you went through a few gluts you know or, or, or famines as it were in, in goal scoring so you know what will that do for his confidence do you think especially as it's the first home game of the season well I think he knew that he needed to you know step up a little bit as far as that's concerned I mean he, as a striker you're there to score goals he knew that the second half of last season I think he won him I don't know 14, 15 I'm not quite sure the exact stats but 
you know, he had on this season's games and, and so on. And he hasn't, um, he didn't do very well since he come back off of an injury. Mm. Um, I'm not making that as an excuse. I never have done. I, I think he needs to do more. Um, one goal doesn't make um, him the ideal centre forward and doesn't make him um, perfect or, or anywhere near perfect in my book either. And critical, I'm, I'm quite happy to stand up and, and, and you know, and say what I feel and stand by what I've said. Um, and I'm willing, and I also stand by the, the right to change my mind if indeed he forces me to change my mind. But needs to do more. But he had a he had a seven, eight, eight out of ten game as far as I'm concerned. Um, and he scored his goal, tucked it away very well, outpaced a very ponderous, I must say, Arsenal central <laughs> defensive yeah. duo. Um, you know, he's not the quickest unless unless um, something's deceiving me. Um, but he doesn't look the quickest. But he still managed to get away from them too. Mm. Um, so that doesn't vouch too well for... And while we're on it, I, I would absolutely have loved... It's what, um, you know, I'll, rather than we do a debate on, on talking, I'll come back to Morata if you just remind me when I'll finish my rant because it, it, it takes me on to something else I've been talking to people <laughs> about. Um, pop this high line and push it up against it. I said about Eden Hazard and people adapting to, to how things work. I would have absolutely loved and I think Manchester City, when I, when I saw their particular game uh, and, and the Aguero goal and some other chances. This idea about how everyone's going to adapt and because of the Guardiola situation, everyone adapts to pressing the, every, all the European coaches, high line, press from the front, squeeze up at the back. If you are slow at the back, I would absolutely love this yeah. high line when team being pressed. Anyone who could hit a pass, uh, a, a Mickey Hazard or someone, I say, you know, with England, you've got a Glenn Hoddle, or anyone who could hit a decent pass, and we've got David Luiz and people like that, over the top, the likes of Michel, who was relatively quick, and against defences with high line, everyone's being asked to press and the defences to step up and leave space in behind. I would say, whether I'm three yards, four yards, or five yards in front of some, put the ball in behind and I'll get there, and there'll be loads of chances. I couldn't wait. There's 30 goals a season for strikers with a bit of pace in this system if teams are going to try and adapt and don't do it correctly. Mm. But... That's that's just uh, that's for another day. Um, Morata, seven eight out of ten. Keep it going and try and change an old centre forward's mind about you. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I, I think the main thing really for Morata is that you know, whilst the jury may still be out on him, you know, if he's scoring goals, it can't be bad for his confidence. And I and I have. I think we said it last week. I, I definitely think he's a confidence player and he's the kind of player you need to put an arm around and make him feel good. So hopefully this will help. And, and as, it, as it happens, I remember you scoring quite a few goals like that. You know, you had pace in your day and, and you were obviously very strong and you would get on the, you know, you would get on the end of those. But I think Man United springs to mind, but I know you scored a few goals like that. So uh, you know what you're talking about, mate, that's for sure. Um, listen, the last thing really I just want to pick up on from, from last weekend really is Hazard. You, you mentioned uh, a minute ago that, you know, he had another really good cameo, came on, uh, looked looked very good, I thought. And of course, helped win us the game uh, by putting that ball across for Alonso. Um you know, we'll talk in a minute when we talk about the Newcastle game as to whether he'll start or not. But I thought the other issue that's been kicking around all week is that Real Madrid still don't seem to have gone away. Um, and there was kind of talk about, well, he might stay if we if we get into the Champions League next season. What what do we have to do to keep him, Kerry? Um, we keep him. Simple as that. Um, it's just all offers. Um, everyone has their price, mind you. Mm. But But then does he? Does Eden Hazard have a price to Chelsea Football Club and what is that price? And people would argue, um, I would certainly argue, keep him. Um, for this season, um, is an 
is an absolute necessity. Um, whatever um, Sari might think, he might think he can do without him, we can replace him and so on. Every manager has a different idea. And people will argue that everyone is irreplaceable, which, you know, Real Madrid themselves, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, so everyone is replaceable but at the right price, at the right time. Um, this is not, for me, the right time for Chelsea Football Club to be selling Eden Hazard. He's our best player. Um, and if he goes, I, I, I seriously think we, we could become average. Mm. I've said it before, and I, you know, I think he is the difference. And the more I watch Chelsea Football Club and, and, I'm, and the more I watch the team play, you know, Eden Hazard, he's only played a couple of sub substitute appearances, but, you know, I've thought it for quite a while now. And, you know, he's very much the same. Um, the team is not the same with him not in it. Mm. But, it, you know, and, you know, there comes a time where you have to start. Um, away at Newcastle, uh, it, I mean, the club, or people should come clean. Is he fit or isn't he fit? You know, he, uh, he needs game time. He needs to get up to scratch. You all, I hear all the, the comments and, you know, is he doing the same training as everyone else? Is he doing extra training? What What is he doing? Is he fit? Because if he's fit, he should be in the teams. As simple as that, he's our best player. Mm. Totally agree with that. I think the other thing, Marco Worrell put something very interesting on Twitter this week about that. I mean, I, I think it, it it's highly unlikely that, um, you know, that he will go, uh, you know, n- like now, because uh, obviously the European transfer window opens still open to the end of the month. Because, you know, Chelsea just wouldn't be able to replace him and that would be stupid. Um, but I think there's talk about January, maybe next summer. And, and Marco was uh, was saying that, you know, really what we need to be doing now is, you know, getting him to put pen to uh, a, a paper for a five-year deal, offer him the 300 grand a week that's been talked about. But also, you know, slap a 200 million quid buyout clause on him to try and put Madrid off. There's another thing that's occurred to me, which kind of works in conjunction with all of this, because, you know, Sarri's not officially named a captain yet. I mean, he chose Aspilicueta for the game against Arsenal. Um, but he's, he says he remains, you know, undecided to who he wants as captain. I'm just wondering whether it might be worth offering Hazard the captaincy. And, and the reason I say that is that, you know, in in the past for Chelsea, if you could level any criticism at him, it's sometimes that he did go missing in, in a few games and he didn't quite, you know, pick the game up by the scruff of the neck as great players do. But what I saw yep. when he was the captain for Belgium, I, I really saw a very different kind of hazard, and he really took on the leadership role very well. And, I mean, there were times in the World Cup when he was kind of dragging Belgium along with him, and they're a very good team with a lot of mavericks in the side. So I think he could do a good job. He's our best player. Uh, he can lead by example. We know he can do it, and it might just persuade him to stay. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I think it sounds a very good idea, Dave. I think uh, if you were to put it on him to say lead by example on one of these missing days because you're right, he does have them and he has had them mm. and that's the thing that stopped him being a Messi or mm. a Ronaldo, his consistency he's capable of doing it, just doesn't do it often enough mm. um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with it, I think he's a bit of a slap uh, as Pellicueta, but he's a pro, I mean he, he would understand, you know, people move captains around and have different ideas about things, as I always thought that doesn't really matter who's the captain, it didn't really matter to me still do uh, what I needed to do and concentrate on my game. Didn't need the captain. He's not going to change your game. If you're having a mayor, you're the only one that's going to, you're the only one that's going to change it. Sometimes, uh, uh, you know, come on a, a little bit of a G up, sometimes helps and, you know, uh, from on the field from someone else. But, you know, a, a, a public rollicking doesn't usually help anyone. Um, as Pili Coetta never sort of did, was that type anyway. Um, and, you know, 
I don't think Eden Hazard is either. I don't think there's too many John Terry's around mm. when I think about it. Um, and that's the sort of type you're talking about as a, a natural captain. Um, yeah, I'm not against it. And if it does pull out a little bit more from Eden Hazard then, and keeps him at the club and you know helps him to sign a, that new contract, which I also agree with, um, then great. Mm, excellent stuff. All right. Well, I'm glad glad to hear that you're agreeing with me on that. That's uh, it's a yeah, bit. It's been a yeah, been a bit of a, a a thing for the well, really since the World Cup when I saw him do it there. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Chidge. JK, in all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live, (laughs) it's all too much. (laughs) I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Ah, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Right, we should look at the Newcastle game that's coming up on Sunday. Uh, A bit of a bogey game for us recently. We've not actually won there since we won 3-0 in December 2011, and we lost 3-0 last May. Uh, we lost. We drew two all with them in September 2015. Lost 2-1 in December 2014. 2-0 November 2013, and lost 3-2 in February 2013. And given that you know that they, this is a side that hardly you know threatens to challenge the top ten, um, that's a pretty poor record against against a side like Newcastle. Hopefully, we can rectify it on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, you know, three goals conceded in uh, quite a few of them games. Yeah, two, and uh, you know what we just said at the start of the program: uh, goals conceded. You know, Newcastle fancy themselves uh, to turn us over again with that sort of run behind them. Um, but having said that, it's one of them games that we need to pick up points. We we need we've had a good start uh, in in two games, but it'd be a very good start in three games, especially two of them away from home. Um, we need we need to take the three points and we're going to keep pace with the, the cities and whoever else is going to be up there. Um, we need to keep pace and and it is going to be important. So team selection will be important as well. Um, Sorry, will understand all this thing. You can't afford to drop silly points and, and give away some points. Um, you know, going on to the Premier League um, for a little minute, Jose Mourinho might well find that out to his cost. He's found that out before when you drop too far behind. 
silly points getting getting dropped and uh, and and so on. Um, right in the way for them was a poor result, and you know Chelsea have had them in the past. Certainly last season we've had some very iffy results when we go back to you know some of our actual performances and and and, and loss of three points or even two points in that matter. Uh, you can't afford it. So Newcastle is a must-win situation for us. Um, but got to be wary. You said a team that won't finish in the top ten or not entitled to or shouldn't do. They're a dangerous side at home. They're a dangerous club at home. And um, you know, if history says that, then we've got to be we've got to be uh, on the job, as they say. Mm. Well, as always, I think we said this a lot last year, didn't we? You know, the, quite often the difference is, is that attitude being absolutely on it from the front. And I think actually what was pleasing particularly about uh, last Saturday against Arsenal was the fact that we were watching a Chelsea side that were on the front foot from the word go and they were all over Arsenal like a cheap suit for that first 30 minutes but that 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 I like and I saw too many games last season where it took us a half to get into the game and it was just too slow so hopefully we'll be on them and that will give them a bit of a shock of course my worry is with Newcastle Kerry always is that they can be absolutely awful all season and then the minute we turn up and play them they play like Barcelona or Real Madrid or Brazil even so they're a funny old side of course added spice as always with Rafa as their manager um in a sense and I can't believe I'm saying this but one has an element of sympathy for him really because uh, with Mike Ashley in charge and not prepared to spend any money there um, he, he he's shown an incredible loyalty to that club, considering you know whether one likes him or not. He is considered to be one of the best managers in in in, in football. Um, are you surprised the fact he's stuck around? Um, no, I think uh, Newcastle. Let's not uh, sell them short in terms of uh, what they are. They are a team that could be with the right owners. I mean, if there was if the club was sold and he was kept as manager. Uh, Newcastle Football Club with a bit of money behind it and 50,000 support every week. They've got great support. And they are one of the big clubs in the north. Um, and one of them clubs that are you called Sleeping Giants, Kevin Keegan aroused it in his time, I remember. Yeah. And, um, you know, the passion come and Newcastle challenging at the top of the Premier League. They've got fans following everywhere. No, they're one of the clubs that could. And uh, I'm not surprised, you know, uh, without being disrespectful to some of the clubs in the Premier League, you play in front of 50,000 fans every week. You know, you've got a wonderful away support, um, which is, you know, uh, a credit to them. I, I'm certainly, and you know, he's got his salary. Where else would he go, Rafa? You, you, he ain't going to go to United. He ain't going to go to City. He's, he's certainly not coming to Chelsea again. And he's not going to Liverpool. Where else would he go? Mm. He's not going to Tottenham, and he's not going to Arsenal. So he's going back abroad and to do what? I mean, if he's at Newcastle, he's got as good a chance. And you know, you say, I'm surprised he stuck around. No, I'm not. Mm. I think uh, he's in a very good job. Um, I, I'm not a fan, as you know, um, but uh, you know, me again, neither. Uh, a credit where it's a credit, <laughs> no, a credit where it's due. Um, you know, he, he's done all right for them, but I wouldn't say he's pulled up any trees. They might say so up there, um, but you know, he's kept Newcastle in the Premier League. But no disrespect to anyone, I think any half decent manager would be able to do that. They're, yeah. they're, they're not a bottom side. You've said a side that could challenge in the top ten, um, or in and around the top ten, or shouldn't be in the top ten, but alluded to the fact that they that's the area where they are well that is the area where they are um and i i think any any decent manager worth his uh worth his wages would, would keep them in that position you know and i'm not surprised he stuck around so i'm afraid no sympathy there no fair enough said it like it is um obviously just looking at the game itself it's aspilicueta's 200th game for chelsea 
uh, at the moment he's got the armband as we were talking about a minute ago. He he he's um he's been quite a loyal servant to Chelsea, hasn't he? I, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Aspilicueta. You you always know what you're going to get with him. Very consistent. So I'm delighted to see him make 200 games for the club. Yeah, credit there. Um, 200 games is great for the club and uh, good loyalty. And it's interesting. He followed a, a line of uh, you used the word loyalty and consistent mm. uh, uh, for him. But you, the, the two previous uh, holders of that right back position or whatever position you want to call it uh, also showed uh, immense uh, yes. loyalty. It seems to be it seems to be a position when I start to go back through the when you think of Branislav Ivanovic, yeah. you think Paolo, Paolo yeah. Ferreira. I go back to Steve Clark. Yeah. I then go Ron Harris. Yeah. You know, you people who are playing, <laughs> people who are playing at right back seem to be incredibly loyal and consistent. Well, there you go. They're obviously not like... I'm not saying that you're not loyal, Kerry, because you did, no, you know, no, 10 no. years for the club. But obviously, uh, well, the number no, twos have a slightly no, different yeah. attitude than the number nine, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Karma personalities, that's what I'm alluding to, not not anything else. But uh, he's got a long way to go until he matches the, the, you know, the length of service that you did for the club, that's for sure. But uh, a lovely, a lovely chap, I think, that's for sure. Um, right, let's have a look at the team very quickly. Um, I mean, I think you were saying you would obviously like Hazard to start, as I think anybody would if he, if he is fit, and we don't quite know what the situation is with that. I'm presuming that Sarri is going to pick the same team. I think the only question for me, really, is whether he starts Kovacic uh, instead of Barkley. I thought Kovacic looked superb when he came on last week. What a player we've got on loan for a year. Well, once again, Dave, you know, I'll, I'll, let's just see what happens. He's got to fit in. <laughs> it's and, only I mean, one game, I know. It's yeah, only one game. Substitute performance. I'm not going to dive in on that one. I mean, he's had a wonderful summer. Um, let's just wait and see. Um, I don't think Barkley's done a lot wrong. He hasn't set the world alight. Um, but the team's won two games. He's entitled to think that he should be back in. Yeah. Um, you know, people making changes. You know, it used to be a situation where the team's winning. Mm-hmm. If he's not wrong, if he's not uh, broke, they'll fix it. Um, I think, uh, like you said in the first place, I think he'll go with the same, t- uh, with the same team. Um, but there's nothing wrong to say that if you think something's not right in, in a side that's winning, you shouldn't change the winning side because, you know, some say don't and some say do. I'm a believer in if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But if something obviously is, isn't quite working within and it's getting by and you are a top manager, then um, then, then do change it. Um, but at the moment, I think it's a case of uh, Barkley still doing enough just to maintain his position. The rest of it will pick itself. Um, but uh, even Hazard, for me, should play if fit, um, which would take out one of the front three. Um, which would also be a bit unfair on them if you're applying that um, rule to the Barclays situation. So it's one thing to think about. Uh, not quite sure what to do, but if I was asked to guess at it, I think you'd uh, go insane to his one first two games to start. Mm, it'd be interesting. I mean, I, I like Barkley, don't get me wrong. I, I bigged him up last week and I thought he, uh, he looked very good before he came off. I, I do think that Kovacic kind of you know, added, it just looked a bit more solid. Uh, you know, I think, you know, he's a bit more disciplined tactically in, in covering people and, and that was impressive. But, he, you know, I don't think we lost anything really going up front. I mean, he was he made some very, you know, good attacking runs, put some great passes in and was quite involved with Hazard a lot. Uh, and I, I get it, it's only one game, but I, I was really quite impressed with what I saw. So, if he did choose Kovacic over Barkley, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But, uh, yeah, I like Barkley, um, and uh, I think he's made a good start. He looks hungry, doesn't he, Kerry? That's that's the thing. 
I think he wants to do well. I mean, he's had a lot. He's had a long period out with injury, and you know, he's come to a new club. hasn't really had the opportunity to shine. Um, he would feel a bit aggrieved if he is left out. But having said that, he'll also be aware that you know, um, he just needs to step up a little bit more. Again, I think with more is required. Um, you know, we said about last week about not just wanting you know in contention for the position, but the man in in possession. Um, is invariably the one that will keep the shirt if, if indeed the team wins and performances I'm not going to say adequate uh, uh, um, suffice if you like and I think uh, Barkley is in that position so you've got to get the shirt first and foremost and he is just in possession I think he'll keep it he, I, I want him to succeed but I, I fully understand uh, the Kovacic um, and indeed the Loftus two positions and uh, there is a challenge in there Mm. All right, we need to nail our colours to the mast. Um, I'll be honest with you, Kerry. I thought Newcastle looked very poor against Cardiff. Is it Cardiff they played last week? I think it was, wasn't it? it? Was, yeah. yeah, I thought they looked pretty poor. And, and you know, if Cardiff aren't favourites to go straight back down, then I'm going to give up betting. Uh, so you know, I thought they looked poor against Cardiff. So I'm, I'm I, I, I think we're going to win, and I'm, and I think, uh, I think we'll win well. So I'm going for three nil. I think two uh, one us. I can't get away from the fact that we're leaking some goals, so I'm always going to be a, there's always going to be a one at the moment, um, at least um, in whichever game. And I think, yeah, I've, I, I think you know wherever the hazard factor is, whether it's on from the start or whether it's from from the bench, I think uh, it, it will be enough. I haven't got a hazard, um, and he's a match winner and. It'll be enough to tip the balance in our favour. So two one us. All right, fair enough. I, I I admire your caution. I just can't see where Newcastle are going to score their goals from. You know that that's that's really why I'm saying three nil. And I think Chelsea's we'll... defence at the moment. Well, that's true, but I mean, you know, they 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 you know they were pretty lacklustre against Cardiff, as I said. So, uh, and of course they've lost their best player. Or have they? Oh no, actually that's a good point because Kennedy um, he didn't get banned, did he? I'm trying to remember because he should have been sent off for kicking out of that player, but he didn't actually. Uh, the ref said they saw it, so I think Kennedy will be playing. So they'll, they'll, you know, their best player is an ex-Chelsea player, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so maybe he'll be the threat unless he takes a penalty because that was bloody awful as well. But there you go. Look, we will soon soon find out. We'll know all about this come Sunday evening. Uh, but fingers crossed that we can keep the uh, the good start going uh, and see see more attacking football with lots of goals. It'd be great to see, wouldn't it? Yeah, certainly would. Um, you know, not so many hairy moments at the back. A um, little bit, um, I'm not going to say a little bit more, because three goals, three goals. You know, I'm not looking for five goals, but let's say more of the same up front. And, mm. you know, we'll be getting somewhere near what uh, perhaps Sari wants and uh, what all the fans want. Absolutely. Now, before I let you go, um, have you got any uh, got any Kerry-related events coming up in the, you know, the, the near future? No, I'm doing it. Well, I say no. Uh, I've got a couple of gigs with David Speedy, would you believe? Uh, Have you now? Yeah, getting together for a couple of uh, events, one down in Southend and one down in um, um, near Staines, Spellthorn area, um, in and around October. So myself and David will be getting together um, and reliving uh, one or two memories and a few tales from the past in, uh, in them. But... Yeah, it's a couple of months away yet. Yeah, uh, all right. Nothing, well, nothing in the immediate future. Okay, uh, well, thanks for asking. Anyway. That's all right. Well, keep me posted about that. How, how is Speedo these days? Has he calmed down a bit? 
Yeah, I think he's down to 100 mile an hour at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing fine. Good stuff, good stuff. We'll send, send him my best when you see him. But obviously, as I said, keep us posted on those and we'll give him a good good shout out on the show. Kerry, as always, it's been great fun talking to you. Uh, have fun on Sunday watching the game. I know I will. And uh, you and I will reconvene next week. Perfect, Lovely stuff. As always, mate, thanks a lot. And uh, you and I will talk next week. Look forward to it. Thanks, mate. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.